we want to scale up uh, these types of surgical centers that are focused and dedicated, that are run more efficiently, but even delivering better care. So saving money, catching up on the backlog, and, and a good way to deliver care and catch up on those surgical services that have been missed. There you go. That is the OMA commenting on a new initiative they are hoping the Ford government will allow to happen. And it's uh, that they want to create these nonprofit standalone clinics that will deal with the massive surgical backlog across this uh, province. And we know we've talked about it a lot on this show. We've got over a million people on wait lists for surgeries. And we're talking like knee or hip surgeries, elective surgeries that have been left to fester for up to 25 months. And they need to be cleared. And you might recall just a couple of months ago that uh, Doug Ford said that he'd be allowing private clinics to do these surgeries. But so far, nothing's happened with that because, of course, nothing is ever met with urgency in this province. So now it looks like we could be moving in a completely different direction with these nonprofit uh, centers instead. Despite the reality is that we need everything. We need the nonprofits. We're going to need private clinics uh, if we ever want to chip away at all these massive backlogs. Let me bring in Francesca Grosso, principal over of health policy firm Grosso McCarthy. Good to have you. Great to be here, Alex. Um, Initially, I think, you know, on first blush, a lot of people will say, well, this is a great idea. Um, We need more. However, I always say the devil will be in the detail. And to me, I'm not sure the bureaucrats are the right people to make the calls. You? Yeah, well, first of all, I want to say thank you for taking the ideology out of this this discussion. I think you're right. I think there's plenty of room for, you know, not-for-profit and for private. But I think the biggest issue of all is this needs to happen now. Mm-hmm. And I don't see yeah. a path forward on now unless you use existing capacity. And existing capacity exists in some not-for-profit clinics, yes. Could they be scaled up? Sure. Uh, But a lot of capacity exists in private clinics that are doing uninsured services. And the only reason they're not able to do insured services is because we have rules that were created under the former government that says that they were not allowed to bill for insured services. So this is a rule that could be changed and then you could have existing capacity that is out there, that is already built, that doesn't require capital to build out, and you have essentially the same surgeons that work in hospitals that are doing these uninsured services in their spare time because they don't have full OR time at the hospital. They do have time that they can dedicate to be able to do insured services. To me, it's about using all of the resources we have available to us and frankly, I, I don't understand the delay, but I do believe that it's really, really important we get on with it. Well, I mean, naively, I think uh, I, I always come, <laughs> I have great hope, Francesca, that when these things are announced, that maybe at some point uh, the government of the day will catch on, that we don't have time, um, you know, to be piddling around with, uh, you know, all this stuff. We've got to get it done. And, and so it made very much sense that if you've got clinics like the Shouldice Clinic or clinics that are already in operation, they've already got structures, kind of hit the ground running, you can get started. But now it it clearly looks like for the last three or four months they have been doing nothing. Now we're going to go down this other road. And from what I'm hearing from you and from this announcement, this could take months to set up. We don't have months. Oh, it'll take more than months. But I'm not sure, to be honest with you, 
I'm not sure the government has agreed to go down this road. Mm. I think this is the OMA that is lobbying for this. That's fine. You know, everybody is entitled to to try to put up what they consider to be uh, the best model that, that, you know, that they like. The the problem is this. Everything? I want to tell a patient story because I think we forget that this really is about patients. It's not about interest groups. It's about patients. You know, a friend of mine had a double mastectomy done for cancer. And when she had healed, was told that she would be a candidate to have overhip-covered reconstructive surgery. Young woman, attractive woman, wants to get on with her life. Mm -hmm. And the surgeon in a hospital told her, if you want the reconstructive surgery covered by OHIP, I have to do it here in the hospital or it will not be covered. I have to do it here, but the wait time is two years now. If you want, we can call this cosmetic surgery mm-hmm. and you can come over to my private clinic, which will be the same procedure, the same me, but you'd have to pay because I'm not allowed to charge OHIP. This is what needs to change. And I think the problem is, Alex, I'm really hoping sometime some journalist is actually going to address or educate the public on how the system really works. Because when I read comments or hear comments from people saying things like, how are we going to afford to pay the private sector with all the capital? Mm -hmm. Government will not be paying for capital in the private sector. Or, you know, how are we going to do this if we have a, a health human resource shortage? Let me tell you something. We've had these problems with wait times for these surgeries for two decades. We were talking about this. This is well before this issue of Bill 124, etc. There's so much mythology out there. And I I think that might be what's slowing down uh, government trying to move ahead. I'm still hopeful. Okay, I am still hopeful that the government will take an agnostic approach and take a look at all the good possibilities that could be out there, including not-for-profit, where they exist already, you know, and private, where they exist already. Yeah, I mean, but there's a combination of things. We need leadership. Um, you know, they've got a, the, the Ford government's got to put a burr under its saddle, a real sharp one. Um, but also the special interests, whether it's the unions um, or these other special interest groups, they all have to kind of uh, park their ideology because otherwise, um, you know, it's not going to get solved because you can't just have one solution. To your point, we're going to need a bunch of things and it's not going to be temporary. I think, you know, once we've got it in place and we've got the extra supports, let's keep them because clearly, you know, we're fighting over masks. We locked down for two years. Hospitals are broken. And frankly, you shouldn't have to wait two and a half years to get a new pair of hips, which I think people, Francesca, often say, well, they can wait. If you don't have good hips and you're suffering chronic pain, which then changes into a whole bunch of stuff and you're taking opiates, it, it, it honestly, it creates so many other health issues that are much, much more expensive, not to mention hell to live with. Yeah, I agree. And I would just say this, Alex, I've always said that, unfortunately, in a single payer system, the voices that tend to be the loudest are the voices of the interest groups and the only group that really whose voice really should be considered are the voices of the patients, but it's very, very difficult for patients to be able to address government and to have the same sway. Uh, there are so many layers of interest groups mm-hmm. that, uh, that are at the table. I'm hoping this government will be agnostic, will look over these interest groups and really do what's right for the patient because we're in trouble. Big time. People need help. Yeah, 100%. Big time. All right, Francesca, we'll chat again. I know that. Thanks so much.
Take care. That is Francesca Grosso. Again, it just, stop announcing crap. Just get it done. Live up to your logo. Get it done.